Spider-Man and family meet the X-Men, fight the lizard, and face a giant green goblin robot. Find out more about it on today's episode of the Classy Comics Podcast. Welcome to the Classy Comics Podcast, where we search for the best comics in the universe. From Boise, Idaho, here is your host, Adam Graham. Welcome to today's episode of the Classy Comics Podcast. If you have a comment, email it to me, classycomicsguy at gmail.com. Today we're going to be talking about the trade Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows, Volume 2, The Venom Experiment, collecting issues 6 through 12 of the ongoing Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows series. So, what's this series about? Explain that, you have to begin in the 1980s with the marriage. In both the comics and comic strip, Spider-Man... Uh, a.k.a. Peter Parker, had been a bachelor from the 1960s on. He had a series of women in his life, Betty Brant, Gwen Stacy, uh, Mary Jane Watson, Deborah Whitman, and the list goes on and on. However, invariably, tragedy would strike, or... Spider-Man would come in between Peter Parker and happiness in one way or another. However, the decision was made for Peter Parker to marry Mary Jane Watson. And it was a big to-do. It was done in both the comic strip and the comic books, as well as a live-action ceremony performed by Stan Lee himself at Shea Stadium. However, many comic book writers chafed against uh, the marriage and really struggled with how to write it well. The best writers managed to come up with interesting angles on the marriage, while others could only uh, portray Mary Jane as someone who was constantly worrying about Peter and serving no constructive purpose in his life. And increasingly, Marvel looked at ways to get rid of the marriage in order to avoid having Peter seem too old. And they tried uh, several things. There was a period where Peter and Mary Jane were separated. And there was uh, a period where they actually killed Mary Jane off. Neither of these were accepted by fans and Mary Jane returned to life. So this led to One More Day. In one more day, Peter's Aunt May is critically wounded by a gunshot wound. Peter turns to help from anyone in the Marvel Universe he can find it from, including Doctor Strange and Doctor Doom and uh, Doctor Octopus and Reed Richards of the Fantastic Four, but are all are powerless against a bullet wound. You know, they might be able to bend reality, summon dark forces from other dimensions, bend time itself, and threaten creation with utter destruction. But a bullet wound, that's just just a little bit too hard for them. 
So Peter ends up trading his marriage to uh, Mary Jane to Mephisto, the devil uh, character of the Marvel Universe, in exchange for uh, Aunt May surviving and his secret identity being restored, which was revealed after Civil War. For many fans, One More Day led to a parting of the ways with Spider-Man and disillusionment with Marvel Comics because it represented a betrayal of the character of uh, Peter Parker in Spider-Man. Not only had uh, the comics portrayed Peter as someone who cared about morals and uh, responsibility, doing the right thing, and that was all uh, betrayed here. Because ultimately, according to One More Day, the big reason he couldn't let Aunt May die is his inability to take responsibility for his own sense of guilt about the person who shot her having done so because of his activities. And also, Spider-Man has always been a character that grew, changed, and advanced in life. When uh, Peter Parker became Spider-Man, he was 16 years old. And Stan Lee made the really monumental decision in Amazing Spider-Man number 28 to have him graduate from high school. This was really uh, something that had not been done. If a character was in his 30 teenager, he would pretty much stay that way for uh, decades on end. This was something that marked Marvel apart. Spider-Man was a character who aged, who uh, had new experiences. He graduated college. He went to grad school. One more day, tried to take him back to what uh, co-writer Joe Casada imagined as the good old days, and thus violated the character. Fan reaction remained uh, negative. The comic strip tried to follow suit with undoing the marriage. They didn't bother with something like One More Day. They just announced that they were changing it. So that Peter was now single and back in college. The reaction from readers was so vociferous that the comic strip reversed course. But no such luck with the uh, Marvel comics, which is insisting that this will be uh, forever the way it stands. However, as part of Marvel's Secret Wars event from 2015, not to be confused with the very popular 1980s miniseries, there were various battle worlds created, and one of those was written by Spider-Man author Dan Slott, who created a world where the marriage between Peter Parker, and Mary Jane Watson remained intact. And the series was Amazing Spider-Man, Renew Your Vows. It was a five-issue limited series, and after the events of Secret Wars, all of the alternate universes were to be done away with, including the popular Ultimate Universe. But the popularity of Amazing Spider-Man, Renew Your Vows, with fans who liked the marriage, led to the series uh, being reissued as an ongoing series written by Jerry Conway, a who had a memorable run on The Amazing Spider-Man back in the 1970s. In the series, Peter Parker is married to Mary Jane, and they have a daughter, Annie, who also has spider powers. 
In addition, the villain named the Regent, who the Spider family dealt with and defeated in the first uh, miniseries, had the power to uh, drain uh, superpowers from other superpower beings. And this is something that uh, Peter appropriated so that Mary Jane could tap into his power and they could fight crime together. This volume starts off with school days. Annie is offered a chance to attend a very special school. The Xavier School, i.e. the one the X-Men went to. However, during their visit, Magneto attacks with a little help from the inside. So what do I consider some of the uh, positives of this story? One is meeting these alternate Earth X-Men, where some things have turned out a little bit differently than on the uh, main uh, Marvel Earth. Uh, for one thing, Wolverine is married to Jane, uh, Jean Grey. Explain how that came about, and they also offer an explanation for why One More Day isn't part of the uh, reality on this world. And the answer is that Professor uh, Xavier actually... Uh, avoided the Civil War event, which led to Spider-Man becoming a, a wanted man, which led to Aunt May being shot. It was also interesting how there managed to be a debate over whether Annie should go to this uh, private school between Peter and uh, Mary Jane based on their very different uh, experiences in school. For Peter, school was miserable with a lot of bullying and being picked on, and that was definitely something that uh, Annie would not have to worry about at the uh, Xavier, Xavier School. Mary Jane had a far more positive view of public schools, and that led to her uh, taking a different stand. It's a good contrast, and it's a believable bit working uh, that shows how these two relate. Uh, I also uh, like the scene where Annie uh, took on the mutant traitor who helped bring uh, Magneto to the school. Uh, the big negative of this story uh, is that Spider-Man is essentially like Superman in season one of the Justice League TV series. In that series, they had an idea that they didn't want Superman just to solve everything, and they wanted to highlight other heroes, which is a good goal. The problem was that they were constantly having Superman knocked out and beat up. And this story has the same uh, issue. It's wanting to highlight the heroism of Mary Jane and Annie, but because of that, Spidey ends up getting held back. There needs to be more of a balance, and I hope that in future volumes they get to that. But other than that point, this was a pretty enjoyable book. Uh, it also, these two issues have the best art in the series, as Ryan Stegman, the artist, would become the writer uh, for the rest of the book, and other artists would come in that, in my opinion, were okay, but not quite as good as Stegman. Well, this episode has gone a bit long just because of all the backstory to explain this series. So in order to avoid having a super long podcast, we'll sign off for now and be back later with the other three stories in this series. If you do have a comment, send it to me. 
tipsycomicsguy at gmail.com. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.